All right. Episode four. Finally. Indeed, man. This is awesome. Four the down. Sons of the Hunt podcast. Yeah. We're uh, we're rolling along now. Yeah. You know, we'll, uh, before you know it, it'll be turkey season and we'll be, it'd be nice if we could maybe do a hunt and do a podcast the same day or something like that. That would be pretty awesome. Yeah. We could oh, probably, absolutely. We could probably make something like a that. A lot of right? opportunities coming up this spring. A lot of yeah. opportunities. Yep. Uh, where are we going to start? We could. Well, I think one of the things we did a couple podcasts back uh, that got a lot of attention was uh, some social media stuff. We we're kind yeah. of taking a look at some social media um, reactions, I guess is the best way right. to put it. Yeah. Uh, some interesting posts that we've run across. Yeah, I think that would be make a great uh, like continuing segment. Uh, something that because again people really seem to get a kick out of that yeah you know uh, we get all it, that, yeah it's it's a lot of feedback it's funny watching people interact it, it is know? it is <laughs> to, to see how how seriously people take things sometimes yeah and, uh, you know it's uh, a, a little intense um, but uh, you know to each their own for sure you know that's what social media is there for but uh, yeah it can really get out of hand pretty quickly uh, yeah. if left unchecked you know but. Yeah, I mean, uh, social media is kind of the thing that that's driving the podcast. It drives, you know, Sons of the Hunt. It drives sure. K. Bohunny. Kind of, you know, everything. It pretty much drives businesses these days. It de- it definitely does for sure. I mean, just uh, the the marketing uh, opportunities out there. Uh, it's been tremendous. Uh, you know, there are way more way more pros and cons. But you know, like anything, you know, yeah. there's definitely a negative side to it, a little bit of a dark side, if you will. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there's no shortage of that on, on on social media, especially in Facebook, with some of these groups and these posts and stuff like that. And uh, you know, that kind of brings up one of them that we were just talking about not too long ago with uh, the Lakoskis. Yeah. Uh, yep. That's the got uh, out of hand real quick. <laughs> yeah, I took a bunch of screenshots and sent them to you, and you have them in your your message there. This was in. Um, this I'm assuming this was when they talked at the the outdoor show down in Harrisburg. Yeah, because I'm I think they were there, and this was oh, in the, yeah they were doing autograph signings and stuff. They did a couple talks. Uh, yeah, they were, yeah they were made a big presence down there. They're one of the more popular uh, events down there for sure. Uh, there was a couple of different people that were a couple of different speakers that were down there, and they were one of the most popular by far. They drew the biggest crowds. I think that it's, a, so. it's it's important to preface this before we actually get into the post and what it's about by saying that I 100% respect these two, the Lukoskis. Oh, yeah. They, I mean, what they've, they've, <laughs> there's no better example of the American dream than the Lukoskis. You're absolutely right. I mean. And they, they started from the ground up. Uh, they gave up a lot uh, yeah. to pursue their dreams and they made it and they did a heck of a job at it. Something that I know some people know, but I don't think that it's as well known as it should be. Yeah, common is that, knowledge, yeah. Is that Lee was a chemical engineer mm-hmm. before this. And I, I don't think people give him credit or understand what it takes to become a chemical engineer. Yeah, that's not a overnighter. It, no. It's, <laughs> it takes a little bit of work it's to ridiculous. accomplish that. Yeah, absolutely. On uh, top of that... This, the career he gave up to do this, mm-hmm. insane. And I don't think people quite grasp that. Right. He very easily could have just, you know, maintained his day job and, you know, hunted anywhere he wanted to hunt anywhere in the world yeah. with his wife and had and had been just fine and happy. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming his salary, 
just to put it in perspective, was definitely 150 a year plus. Mm-hmm. I would assume chemical engineering. Yeah. You know, you. Depends I, where you live and stuff like that, but sure, I, that's probably wheelhouse, no doubt. Yeah, and I don't know where exactly he was working, but I mean, if you're working for like Sanofi or, or like a vaccine company, oh yeah, you're, you're making bank. Indeed, indeed. But <laughs> either way, he gave this up. So the first thing you got to realize is Lee is an extremely intelligent dude, and uh, just the way he's masterminded this whole thing is is a marvel in itself. Mm-hmm. But that being said, that needed to get out there. Oh, of course, yeah. They they really uh, they they've earned their stripes, no doubt. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people out there who have done the same, uh, but they haven't been in the spotlight, if you will, nearly as long as right. they have. They've been out there doing it for a long, long time, uh, and I mean they've they've made a, an absolute lifestyle out of it. I mean everything they do, from the way they. I mean, everybody got insight to their life. I mean, where they had their kid, um, you know, all, the way they live. I mean, everybody knows what their house looks like. It's amazing if you really yeah. follow them closely. So they've opened up their lives uh, to to the industry. Um, so I, I give them a lot of props for that. And, and they've done a heck of a job in maintaining the integrity of our uh, heritage, if you will. Um, yeah. So, and that's kind of what this post kind of <laughs> challenged, I, if you will. I. I'm kind of ashamed that it's in that it popped up in this group. Yeah. We're not going to let this one person sully the entire state of Pennsylvania, <laughs> but it was in the Hunting Pennsylvania closed group. Yeah. That's the title of the group. Uh this gentleman posted a picture of Lee and Tiff on stage giving a talk and the caption was Bet these two wouldn't be letting three-year-olds walk if they hunted here in PA. And it's like, really? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, 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 it's hard to even pick the first thing that I want to talk about. I know, right? With, with, with as far as this goes, first of all, begin. the the one thing that is the touchiest subject. In any social media deer hunting group is letting deer walk. I know, right? I don't care what anyone else does. Right next to the weapon of choice, man. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's the thing for me is I don't care what you do because it does not affect me directly. Right. A lot of people say, oh, it will, it will, but it really doesn't. That's it. If you're hunting the same you know, property and, and you have ultimate goals, well, maybe there's some way that it can uh, affect you or you affect your plan or affect your goals. But, you know, and, and I, I know we've talked about this before. If it gets you excited, go for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's it. It's If it's enough to make you say, okay, this is it. I'm going to make this happen. Uh, you know, then go for it. Who am I to say you're wrong? We're gonna to touch on that later with the with the the excitement, and, yeah. And that's that's totally true because uh, we've both of us have recently put out similar content as Indeed. far as that yes. goes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's that's just it. It's it's personal preference as far as what you want to shoot. Sure. You know, and, and if if it's if it deals with age class, great. It's it's awesome that you have that type of knowledge. As sure. far as I'm concerned. If, it, if you're just looking at antlers, that's fine, too. Not everyone hunts for the same reason, and the sooner everyone realizes that, yeah. we will be so much better off. That's it. Well, there'll be a lot less to talk about. 
Well, I guess that's just it. We, we won't have any content. I'd, I'd make the sacrifice uh, quickly, though. Easily yeah. make that sacrifice. But, yeah, it, it, it's challenging, you know, it, to see a group guy, a couple like that, that have done so much for the industry, especially Tiffany. I mean, yeah. the, the female hunters is the fastest growing uh, industry in the world is the female hunters. I mean, it's really blown up in the last five to ten years to where companies are now selling female clothing, which you didn't see that back yep. in the day. You didn't see camo that was specifically made for women. Um, a lot of, well, a lot of women kind of think you it's definitely ne- silly never saw pink everything. You know what I mean? You definitely but, never saw a women's signature bow. Right. Yvishaki. Right. Yvishaki's I mean, got hers. Uh, there's a couple of them out there that are, are really doing tremendous things for, for women uh, as a whole, but in the hunting industry. So, I mean, she's done a lot in that regard for not only hunting alone, but females and women in hunting. Uh, yeah. She's really stepped it up. So, you know, again, you can't give those guys enough credit for, for how they've come along and, and what they've given up and what they've sacrificed to get to where they are. So to bag on those guys for... You know something so silly it's just amazing you know you got to get out of your mom's basement every once in a while and see yeah, the sunlight yeah and and as far as my memory serves me i know we kind of talked about this a little bit before um maybe shemaine nugent maybe she was on uh spirit of the wild a little yeah. bit in the beginning yep. but not not to the forest queen of the jungle queen, queen, jungle queen jungle queen yeah yeah yep. Not to the the degree that she's involved now. I right. think that she runs his social media. Mm-hmm. But um, I can't really think of anyone else who's been around as long as Tiffany Lukowski. Yeah. No, you're so right. So she's definitely a female pioneer in this industry, without sure. a doubt. Sure. You know? They both are, but her especially. You know yeah. what I mean? Because of the whole female uh, demographic, you know? Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, there I, I I'm I've been a fan of theirs for a long time. So I mean, with everything we just said, to yeah. to take a shot at these two, yeah, it's... as they're sitting there giving up, you know, their time and and basically free information. Yeah, yeah, they were one of the largest draws down there. Uh, oh, there sure. was a lot of speakers there. Um, there was uh, is it, uh... I want to say it's Brett Kiesel. He was a Pittsburgh Steeler. He's a big hunter. He was oh, down yeah. there doing yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, autographs. Uh, there was a lot of speakers down there that were really good, solid people. You know, they've been long, around a long time. But bar none, those two drew the biggest crowds. Yeah. Uh, you know, you couldn't get near it. So, bet these two wouldn't be letting three-year-olds walk if they hunted here in yeah. PA. But I kind of think they would. Because hey, they, I know a lot of people that do now. <laughs> I, I know a lot of people that do now. Yeah. I mean, I've I've passed up a three year old that you know it just didn't. You know, the situ the situation is what it was. It, mm-hmm. It's in the the next film that I'm releasing, but I mean, the, yeah. And then some of the comments they just stood behind this guy, which blew my mind. No one no one stood up and said well, first of all. Why are you ridiculing ambassadors in our industry? What's the point of this? What, 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 what's, what's your end goal here? What is this going to get you? Right, right. Well, that was it. there's a lot of people. You know, negative draws negative. You know? Drives me nuts. Uh, I, I see a post like that. I just scroll right past. I mean, I just don't want any part yeah, of it. Yeah, my sticky it's, fingers it's, dive right in. I know, in, right? <laughs> but. <laughs> yeah, I, I try to avoid it because it's. I've been there. You know, I've gotten into those conversations and it's pointless because yeah. as good of a point as you have, it doesn't matter. 
They're not going to see it. They're just, you know, as you're typing away, they're sitting there thinking about the next thing they're going to say. They're not listening to a word you say. So I gave up on it. Uh, So I think a lot of the people that are drawn to that are negative people that are going to jump right on the bandwagon, you know. So I'm not surprised by it, which is sad to say. But, uh, you know, they they can say what they want. I mean, (laughs) the best thing is, though, is that this guy stood there in the crowd and took a picture of them like, oh. I'm going to massacre them yeah. on social media. <laughs> like, why? Yeah. Either way, let, let, let's get into some of these comments. Uh, these hunting shows are a joke, especially theirs. Mm-hmm. Why especially theirs? Yeah. They do it so well. There are a lot of shows out there that are subpar. Yeah. Um, there's, I, I, I've no, never seen a bad one. Well, and I mean, listen, the the content might not be what you want, but I'll tell you what, you're not going to find higher quality as far as filmography and it's, it's like, that's as close to watching a television show. Like, you know, almost something that has a story that deals with hunting that you're going to get, you know, it's like a family story and you could kind of follow along with them. Yeah. They blend, I guess what would be considered modern reality TV. They kind of blend that into the hunting. Yeah, They were, you see a lot more of their everyday versus just going out and hunting. You see a lot of their business, uh, ventures where they're flipping properties yeah. and going out and, and purchasing, dealing with real estate. Uh, you'll see a lot of uh, where they're dealing with manufacturers and their sponsors firsthand. Um, so, I mean, it's not just the hunt. There's a whole lot of the industry that you're privy to uh, with with uh, their show. So, again, I'm not like a super fan of theirs, but, I mean, I almost feel the need to defend them to a point because of how they've been, you know, how they got bashed through this whole little silly uh, thread, if you will. Yeah. I mean, there's a few people going, all right, you know, everyone's just haters, you yeah. know, everyone's jealous, but. Yeah, the second uh, comment on it was, I have a lot of respect for them, even if I do not watch them on TV. Lee gave up everything to follow his dream, and Tiff kept working to make it happen. Mm-hmm. And then you look at the the responses to that, and it's people laughing at this guy's comment. Yeah. Like, and then they get into, uh, the 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 mistag situation that that Lee had, that is not poaching. So stop calling it poaching because it wasn't. Um, yeah, they hunt in a pen. You know. It's, yeah. Well, that's a pretty big pen. I've seen them hunt, and uh, <laughs> they definitely. I mean, I, they I've, definitely don't hunt in a pen because I, I've seen episodes where Lee is talking to his neighbors who are seeing the same bucks, and he's happy when they shoot these deer yeah, yeah you know he's happy for them sure it, because you know he's had his and that's just it he's he he wants to see other people succeed too and honestly that's that's what we should be talking about right you know yeah we 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 got to help each other out because like i said you know we've mentioned it before we we've got a lot of people coming after us we don't need to be coming after each other yeah and uh it, it's sad to see this but it's you know it's it's not going to end anytime soon but uh it's People who are in a position like you are, for instance, where you have a bit of a platform to to say the right things about these people and to, you know, put these creeps on blast when, you know, they decide to, you know, make themselves feel better about, you know, by, by blasting somebody that who's doing something, a really decent job at what they're doing. Listen, we're all human, man. That whole tag thing, I think, what is it they have three different tags or something like that that they issue in, in Iowa where he was mm-hmm. hunting and he just happened to grab the wrong yeah. tag or something like that. Yeah, he put like the that. wrong tag on the deer that was issued to him in mm-hmm. the season. Everything about it was yeah. legal. 
just had the wrong he just tag grabbed the wrong like, one out of his like, pocket you know they cut the guy a break well that's it you're dealing with production crew you've got cameras all around you you're trying to make a show you're on a timeline you've got deadlines mm. i mean i'm surprised it doesn't happen more often Pe- maybe, yeah maybe, but people money, don't but. understand that side of it it's and it's just like we talked about in the last podcast with the with switching bows yeah even though i, I like my bow it people don't understand that that kind of thing because it, it doesn't directly affect them they're mm-hmm. not actually doing it all right and that it's just the same situation. I mean, people think that, oh, you know, you should shame this guy because he put the wrong tag on the on the on the deer. Yeah, like come on. I've done it myself, man. When my when my son shot his first turkey, we were so excited. I didn't tag the bird until they got back to the truck. Yeah, I didn't even realized I picked them up and walked away with them. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I was so into getting the shot because we videotaped it. Mm-hmm. So my friend was videotaping everything that was going on. I was trying to show my kid how to pick the bird up and put it over his shoulder, and we got involved in all that process. And I never put the tag on the the turkey's leg until we got back to the truck, and I realized, holy smokes, we never yeah. tagged this like, bird. Like brain farts happen. Yeah, like it, it, it happens to all of us. That's, that's what it. makes us human. So, and that, that was just me and my buddy in a little video camera and my kid. I mean, can you yeah. imagine having field producers and cameramen? Yeah. And you've got all this stuff going on. Oh, yeah. I mean, they've been doing it a long time, so they've gotten good at it. But, yeah, mistakes are going to happen, man. It's And he owned it. It's not like he was trying to get away, get out of it. I mean, he said, yeah, I messed up. My bad. You yeah. know what I mean? But, yeah, you give them an inch, they'll take a mile. Yeah. Another comment here. Uh, just going back, I think you mentioned this one. Uh, they hunt in a pen. Yeah. yeah they, well, there's yeah, a they, bunch of posts like that. Yeah, they, like, they don't hunt in a pen. Mm-hmm. They They... And this is the other thing, like Lee being a chemical engineer by trade, yeah, has a scientific mentality, and he's applied that to his land management, and that's why they get these deer year after year. I mean, yeah, they've built their empire to the point that they have the money to spend on it, sure, but still, you know, they are managing these deer on. An extremely scientific level. Oh, absolutely. I mean, and that's, again, if you follow them on social media or you follow their show, you would know that. I mean, yeah. they'll spend entire episodes just on managing a specific piece of property and how they do it, where they do their burns, where they put their food plots, what kind of food are they putting in and what season is it best in. I mean, they're really, they have it down to a science, literally. Yeah. Um, and, and that's why they do as well as they do. I mean, it's... It's amazing uh, that they and, and he shares that information. Oh freely. yeah, yeah, he puts um, it out there. Yeah, uh, there was one. Uh, it was uh, I. I would love to see a real hunting show on non-managed in quotes public land. Uh, we now have celebrity hunters who will only hunt deer in which they are in fact put onto. We kind of touched on that once mm-hmm. before as well. Uh, to me, this is not in fact a hunt. The greatest challenge is something, something. I don't know. He kind of just blurred it on for a little bit. Yeah, FYI, all of our public lands are managed. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, 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 they are. Uh, there, there's a, there are a few people out there. Like, you know, we talked about that as well before where, you know, they just show up at a property and they get put in a stand and that type of thing. But there are a lot of people out there who, who do it. Randy Newberg is somebody we talked about earlier. Yeah. I mean, he hunts only public land. That's yeah. it. He does not go to farms if you will he doesn't go to outfitters 
He does it all on his own. He has a couple camera guys that come along with him, and he's always lining himself up with a buddy or something who he yeah. grew up with or whatever, and they right. all go out hunting, or he'll take a, a young person out hunting. He'll have competi- or contests through, like, uh, Onyx maps. He's big in with Onyx, so they'll yeah. do a contest and take somebody hunting. And, I mean, and he does public land, do-it-yourself, applies for his own tags i mean and if that's something you're interested check him out because i really should because honestly i i'm familiar with the name i'm not really familiar with any of his content he's pretty uh in fact uh, have you ever heard of hushin the guys the hushin guys yeah yeah, yeah. they're the reason that he has social media they're the reason he has a youtube channel it's funny how they kind of interact because he's an older dude he's not really into the whole social media thing and he ran into those guys at a show, and they got to be t- they got talking, and they got to you know become friends. Yeah, respected the and, knowledge. Yeah, and because yeah. again, the Hushin guys, they're the same way. They go on public lands. They hunt public lands only. They don't mm-hmm. go to you know. There's, I think there may be one or two instances where they went out, and, and but for the most part, they're uh, public land guys. And uh, Eric uh, from Hushin actually sat down and set Randy Newberg's YouTube channel up and ran it for him for a little while until he got legs under it. And now it's it's huge. I mean, his YouTube presence is amazing. But he's another one. He shares it. He shares everything. He yeah. does whole episodes, podcasts on how to draw tags, uh, what wildlife management unit you want to look at because there's not as many people there, uh, how to camp there, how to set up, where to stay, everything. And he he's one of those guys that is the same way. He... And if he screws up, he's going to tell you, this is what I did, you know? Yeah. Now, he's not as much in the limelight as Lee and Tiffany are because, you know, they have television shows. Uh, Randy had a show for a while, but it just, it, I don't know what happened with it. He, he yeah. told the story about why he didn't have a TV show anymore because I guess it was more along the lines they wanted him to do certain things he wasn't comfortable with. And he right. said, I'm not going to do it. If I'm not doing it my way, I'm not doing it. Right. And that's yeah, when he good picked for him. up the YouTube. And now he's got a huge YouTube presence. Yeah. Um, his, his podcast is really good too. Oh, he has a podcast. Yeah, he has a nice. great podcast. Um, but nonetheless, you know, there's a lot of people out there that do hunt primarily or solely public land. And they're willing to share that experience and share the knowledge that they've gained doing it for 20, 30, 40 years. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that's invaluable. And that's where the social media, the positivity of social media comes from. Yeah, you know absolutely. I mean? For every dork who's sitting in his mom's basin with his sausage fingers bagging on <laughs> yeah. somebody like Leon Hiveny, you have people out there, 10 guys that are looking to share you know, what they've learned, mistakes, ups, downs, positives, negatives, the whole deal. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it it kind of all boils down to an inherent good, which is kind of what I wanted to bring to, to this podcast and, and just be honest and upfront because, you know, doing the right thing is never going to get you in trouble. Right. So by giving up, you know, what I've done and how I've built my social media, if that could bring somebody else value, that's a win, you know, Earth. especially if they're going to in turn – share their knowledge and it's going to help somebody if i mean if that's going to happen secondhand perfect you know uh, i'm agreed 100 percent. i'm a i'm a big big gary vaynerchuk fan and i'm not sure if you know absolutely gary v, yep but that's his thing i mean he is out there just giving up endless information asking nothing in return no, I mean, I know I've seen a lot of his uh, speeches, uh, his uh, TEDx talks, uh, a yeah. lot of his speeches that he's done, a lot of his podcasts. 
Uh, he's done some really cool podcasts of late where he'd bring in four different people from four different areas, yeah. four different genres, yes. and just sit there and talk yeah. to them. And it's awesome. Yeah, I'm you know? a big Gary Vee fan. I've been listening to him for a while. He's a huge uh, motivational source for me. Indeed. But, I mean, it that, that kind of positivity, I wish that it could be more contagious. Yeah. And I wish that more people in the hunting industry would get into that because – this kind of stuff can't continue to happen if we're going to continue to exist. It's it's it just cuts me right to my core because it's just it's nonsense. There's no reason for it. And that's it. And like I said, you know, it, 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 maybe you have a bit of a hopeless romantic that it will fizzle out, but it's not that it you know it, it should or could. It has to because like I mean, we are as as hunters. We occupy about five to seven percent of the population, depending on where you live in the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, the eastern half of the country is a much more much higher population than the western half, uh, in the Midwest and whatnot. But you know, if, if we're going to maintain our foothold, if you will, um, and, and grow our sport and grow our numbers, uh, we got to help each other out. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Um, you know, whether it's somebody, I have a friend of mine who grew up. His dad was a golfer, so all he did was golf. You know what I mean? That was his life. He golfed, never really fished, never hunted, nothing like that. Well, now his son wants to hunt. He wants to fish. He wants to do this kind of thing. A guy like that, he, most people who just say, sorry, bud, I don't know how to do that. Yeah. And then the kid misses an opportunity. Right. But fortunately, we're good friends, and I've been out shooting with him and his kid. I took them out shooting at the range a couple times, and he's really starting to show interest. So I'm going to help him out by taking his kid out scouting and take him out and maybe get to a point where I can take him on a hunt. You got to make sure he's ready for it because he's young. He's 11, 12 years old. Yeah. But if if I weren't willing to help him out, his kid would miss that opportunity, and we did we'd miss another hunter amongst yeah. our ranks. You know yeah. what I mean? So by doing stuff like this, and social media is such a huge part of what we do anymore, and what anybody does anymore, but especially in, in the hunting community. It, it is such an, an opportunity for people to learn as well as an opportunity to share knowledge. So yeah. uh, if we start bagging on each other, it's going to discourage a lot of people. They're going to look at this and go, mm, maybe, maybe I made a mistake. I'm going to yeah. go back to knitting or <laughs> whatever. We, yeah. It's, uh, we, it, just, it's, we just have to make a more of a push. I mean, I, obviously, I share a lot of our content to this group. Maybe if we share it, more people will listen to it. And yeah. we get more people to speak up in a situation like this and just say, you know, listen, just stop. Yeah. You know, and there's no reason to get in a fight or, or, or disagree with the guy. Just tell him, listen, stop. This isn't getting us anywhere. There's That's no it. point. Yeah. There's no point. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you, throw, time. you lay a little knowledge on somebody and a little reality and they'll go, all right, man. And they'll just stop. Sometimes they'll apologize. Sometimes they'll just stop. And that's enough. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I think you're right. I think we need to encourage people to... Like myself, who just looks at it and goes, I'm not going to deal with this guy. You know, maybe well, I should yeah. jump in and go, hey, you know what, man? It's kind of silly to be doing this. It's not yeah. going to be anything. What's the point? Know? Like, they're, they're hunters. They're they're promoting hunting. And yep. they, they make it. I mean, I guarantee that there are people out there who would watch a family-oriented show about hunting mm-hmm. rather than, you know, just a half-hour, you know, kill porn. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. and and that's what they're bringing. So sure. they're making it a little bit more main, mainstream, a little bit more palatable to yeah. maybe a, a wider genre. But I don't know. You you definitely shouldn't cut them down for what they're doing. 
Well, that's it. I mean, there's a, another group, uh, hunt, Raised Hunting. Are you familiar with the Raised Hunting Farm uh, show, family? Um, they're, uh, they're interesting. It's a father, mother, two boys, and the children were essentially raised hunting. That's kind of the whole premise. But gotcha. it's filmed very well. The father was a firefighter, and mm -hmm. he, got into, he just started bringing a, a camcorder everywhere they went. Videotaped everything, and they used to think he was nuts. They used to give him such a hard time over it. Like, yeah. why are you bringing that video? Camera? Document. And he has got essentially their entire life is uh, documented. You know, documented. Recorded. Yeah, it's yeah. it's yeah, it's amazing. Uh, they did they, they do a great job uh, portraying. Uh, they started the process. I know really when I was doing the pink arrow thing, where I had the pink arrow yeah, on the yeah. river um, for cancer. So mm -hmm. they started that whole deal where you know, it's like 20 bucks you get a couple of pink arrow wraps and the whole right. premise is you leave one pink arrow in your quiver you don't shoot it i didn't even put a broadhead on it and it's for breast cancer and all the proceeds that they got every dime went to cancer research and stuff like that so they have a platform that they're using um but again they hunt their own property they have their own land that they hunt so it's not like they're out you know on public property or whatever but they're not going to outfitters either you know what i mean and when they do go away from home they're it's diy public land type stuff yeah. but it's the mother the father and the two boys they're older now the holders david holder is his name um holders. and uh yeah really, i've heard of raised hunting but i, I didn't know the people who yeah. did it yeah i've i've had some interaction with them on social media i was trying to get them uh to kind of do a little something for uh, PA Boning at one point. Nice. Uh, through the for that we were going to promote yeah. the uh, One Pink Arrow okay. uh, program, but uh, yeah, they're they're a good good group of people, and I mean the videography is phenomenal. They've really honed their craft. Oh, yeah. uh, on how to film and storytelling. He does a lot of voiceover work. Nice. Uh, so yeah, definitely something I highly recommend checking them out because they are just like you said a family program that happens to hunt right you know what i mean it's yeah. their, their interactions as a family and each episode has its own little twist on how the family interacts with each other so yeah it's we need more of that yeah i'm surprised i haven't stumbled across that yeah yeah I mean, definitely I, check it out i'm pretty uh, privy to m most yeah yeah <laughs> most there, there's something else yeah. man they've really uh put a good product out really good high quality product if you will um, yeah that's that's interesting i'm definitely gonna have to uh look into them but that brings us up on a half hour. Already? Yeah. Yeah, that, that flew by. Indeed. Um, we could, uh, we're going to take a quick break and uh, refill, tell you about the beer we're drinking on the way back, and then... Uh, Talk about high-quality product, man. <laughs> love it. <laughs> good stuff. But, yeah. Let's, let's wrap this one up and, uh, Sounds good. and get back at See it in a little bit. Okay, we're back. We are. And we are drinking beer. Indeed we are, man. And I've had a couple of them because this is one of my favorite beers, and I don't know how much longer it's going to be around. Really? So, yeah, it seems like they're all like that. It's like, it seems that way. Yeah, you, you know it, how to pick them. It, it's, 
<laughs> I, you know, I'm starting to wonder if that's just their way of getting me to buy the next beer. Yeah. You know, like, oh, yeah. you better buy it now. Stock up. And, uh, next thing you know, I'm walking out with $60 worth of beer. I'm telling you. But uh, this is Boulevard Brewing Company, the Calling IPA. It's a double IPA, which is probably my favorite style of beer, uh, a double IPA. They're a little stronger. This one specifically is probably one of my favorites next to Hop Slam. Right, love right. this beer. It's It's got that color aesthetically. Love it. Golden, kind of hazy. And I, I don't know if you'd say it's tropical or fruity. It's nice. Not, those are the, the two worst adjectives I know, right? to lead off with. Well, there's definitely but, something that sets it apart. I don't know what it is. It's I, a, and I was re- trying to read the bottle to figure out what it was. They give you no hints. No, no. It's definitely a little bit of a mystery. But, uh, you know, you're going to be hard-pressed to find a beer that I'm not going to like. Yeah. But I've progressed a long way from the let's get, you know, three cases of Natty, Natty Ice. Natty Ice, and, yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm way from that. I've moved away from that to I'd rather have two or three good beers than yeah. 12 of the cheapest yeah. thing you can find, you know what I These mean? These are just, they just taste so much better. That's I, it. I, I guess, for, yeah, for me, it's just, I, I love the the different flavors that, that they bring out, and then some of them, you know, taste different after a little while, like the aftertaste is different. Mm-hmm. Like, this one specifically is just, I think that it, it definitely has a little bit of a piney flavor, which I, I seem to gravitate that towards. Might, that might be it, yeah, because like I said, there's, there's definitely something that sets it apart. There's a very unique undertone in it yeah. and i can't put my finger on it i think the last time we had one i couldn't figure it out was honey you did meant it was a beer that was that, hop slam that was hop slam yeah. right and uh that was really good yeah you're definitely more of a beer connoisseur than i am i do love ipas that's my favorite type of beer mm-hmm. um outside of like a, a regular ale or something like that just yeah. to have a few on you know in the summer around the fire type deal uh but i definitely come grown to love the uh the ipas and this one is uh you know has not disappointed by any means. And they've I, been around a while, right? Boulevard. Uh, like the no, this is the first. Like well, I don't know. They might have. They might be. I, I have no idea. I actually, I didn't even buy this. Bridget picked this up one time, brought it home, and the reason that the guy sold it to her was because he said it was comparable to the uh, Dogfish Head Liquid Truth Serum. Okay, I've seen that. I've never had it. I've we, seen it. We in didn't store. have that on here. I don't think so. No. Hmm. Maybe uh, next time. <laughs> you know that was that was actually on the shelf. Today yeah, I've seen it was, in a few places because yeah. you know this doing the podcast with you now. It's kind of opened my eyes a little bit. I'm I'm yeah. perusing the lower racks now. Yeah, you know I mean? right. But uh, yeah, this is a double IPA. It does have some some uh, we'll call them specs. Just like All just right. like you're looking at a bow here. Yeah, yeah. Eight and a half percent. All right. So that they uh, it's good moderate. Uh, yeah, they'll kick you. <laughs> 75 IBUs, so pretty mild. Yeah. Pretty mild beer, but it definitely has, like, that piney yeah, yeah. flavor I, to I it. I would agree with the, the but, whole piney undertone. And maybe it's – I just took a sip of it, and I was thinking that the it's kind of like a sweet maltiness. Like the, It just tastes kind of like sweet, malty, hoppy. Yeah, it's it's uh, it goes down easy. That's for sure. That's the maybe the the low IBUs. That's uh, talking about. Yeah, it's uh, it goes down easy. It's very uh, tasty. It doesn't doesn't smack you in the mouth like some of those double IPAs that I've had yeah. in the past. Oh yeah, super dry or yeah. very hoppy one. Yeah, this is this, this is, is definitely enjoyable. hoppy, but 
it's I a don't, good conversation it, beer. Exactly. <laughs> I, guess, I guess it is because we're rambling on here, and it's probably better to describe it after one. Right, right. Rather than three, let's maybe, say. Maybe. Let's just throw out a random number and say three. <laughs> but who knows? Maybe it was three. I'm very much enjoying it. So thank you for the uh, the calling. The calling. Boulevard here. Yeah, I'm about it. But let's get back into things that people want to hear about. Um, we mentioned earlier uh, in our Lakoski discussion mm-hmm. that um, there was a, a certain social media post that both of us had put out something similar. And um, it kind of it runs in the same vein i guess you could say yeah um yeah very much i i I was really happy to see that actually when did you put that up anyway that was uh i don't know just the other day was it it was was yesterday yeah i think yeah it wasn't too long ago it was pretty recent yeah it was uh it was just a a photo of a turkey that i i took uh last season it was a dead turkey just laying on the ground. Mm-hmm. And, Great picture, uh, though. Great yeah. Picture. It's and amazing how good of a picture you can get out of a dead animal. I mean, if you do it right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he uh, – I mean, turkeys are just photogenic. I mean, all the, the iridescent colors in the feathers and the, you know, the colors in their head. And it seems like – it sounds terrible, but after they're dead, they're, all their colors in their head are just – they just come out. Yeah. So it, Really photogenic yeah. as long as you don't, you know, mangle them. Right, right, right. But, uh, yeah, I was when – I, when I make my content, it's mostly me looking through videos and picking a good still, mm-hmm. which is actually what that is. That's okay. a, That's a still from a, a video I was taking. And uh, I'll look at it and I'll – you know, I'll, I just want to write something, but I also kind of want to take the feeling from whatever I was thinking at the time. And, I mean, that was right after that had happened, that that situation. So I was thinking about how I was feeling, and it kind of just brought me to the, the realization that, you know, you, you're sitting there, and you're, you're it, it's right after that encounter happened. And you, you're, you're yeah, for lack of a better term, you're coming down. Right, right. You know what I mean? That's a good you, way of putting it. I mean, that's it. I mean, a lot I mean, of people kind of contrast that to – to uh, a, a high of sorts, you know oh, what I mean? Well, it's, I mean, it is yeah. because the the epinephrine in your system, the adrenaline, like all of those are associated with with you know actual drugs, right? You know, drugs will create that same effect um, artificially, but this happens naturally. You can get your body to do this naturally, mm-hmm. and it's it's something that people don't understand that you can put yourself in a situation where your body has natural instincts to do this. Sure, sure. Some of the nuances of, of, of hunting that you cannot explain. That's one of those things where you, uh, yeah, the, the best example is I, I took a friend of mine hunting for the first time. It was a turkey hunt. And uh, in fact, I wrote a story about it a, a while back. And, and, it's, and I, I'm going to have to re- revisit it soon. Um, but it was his first turkey hunt. He'd been hunting with his dad you know, years ago, never had any success. But... Uh, I said, no, let's go turkey hunting. I got a good spot. Let's go see if we can get a bird. And took him out and seeing, like, living vicariously through his experience that day was probably one of the coolest things I've ever done in my hunting career, if you will. Um, and he, we lucked out. And I called the bird off the roost. 
came down up the hill, walked out in front of us, and he was sitting directly next to me against a stone wall. And he had his old uh, 1300, uh, Winchester 1300 shotgun, and he, you, you can feel, almost feel the rocks moving when that yeah. bird came into range. Yeah. You can, I mean, he was just, he was falling to pieces, you know? And the bird got right to where he was in perfect range. Everything was dead on. I said, he's yours when you want him. And the, the rock stopped moving for half a second. That gun blew up. Man, I looked over at him and he was falling apart. Yeah. Like he didn't know what to do with himself. And uh, I mean, I had to force him to stay put because we had another bird coming up the, the field. So I thought maybe we'll get a chance at a double, you know, but this the, the see his eyes were pie plates his breathing i mean it, it's it, it's one of those things again you can't explain that reaction you can't convey that to somebody yeah you know it, what i mean you can't articulate that exactly yeah it's hard to, it's hard to put a feeling into words right but i mean what's actually happening in a biological sense i've definitely you know delved into that a little bit right you know, i i, I I have my biology degree and and I've I've studied that and and as far as I can see what's actually happening is it's just that's your natural instinct of your uh fight or flight response. Right. You know the sympathetic nervous system. Absolutely. And that is just kicking in your adrenaline kicks in epinephrine starts coursing through your blood at, at it it's I'll call it an alarming Right, right, It's an alarming rate. Like, what is actually happening is your body is thinking that a threat is happening. I mean, it's not actually a threat to you, but... Right, it's on that similar level, though. Well, that's... It's your body... Your body's way of dealing with the stress of that situation. Mm -hmm. Right. Which is just... It's it's absurd to think about, about it in this sense that we shouldn't be doing this. Because our bodies obviously react this way for a purpose. Right, right. It's natural. Absolutely agree 100%. I mean, so, it, it's, it, you, again, it, you know, we, once you get past the whole can't explain that thing, but to have somebody put a pin in it in that regard, you don't see that very often. So to explain it the way you did got me excited because yeah. I was like, wow, that's just, you don't, that, that, um, the way you articulated that, you, you don't see that very often from a, a scientific or a biological aspect to say, okay, it's your sympathetic nervous system. I mean, I was excited just to hear you use that term because I use that, you know, in my career. Right. I'm, I'm right. familiar with it the way, from what I do for a living. But uh, to see it used in, in, in that um, capacity, if you will, I mean, it was really cool because it's the, it's the reality of it. You know what yeah. I mean? Our bodies react. Our bodies send signals to our brain in the same fashion in different circumstances, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Whether yeah. it's a fight or flight, you know, you get that signal to your brain, even though you're not fighting or flighting. You know what I mean? Right. It, it, it's, it's, it's a similar circumstance that creates a similar reaction. Um, but, you know, it, you take that back to why we do that, why our body is geared Why is way. it there? Right. Yeah. And that was kind of like, you know, we touched on, I, I wrote an article a little while ago about why do we hunt? And it wasn't more on a personal level. It was more on a, a human level, right. like a, a, a biological level. Like mm-hmm. it, it goes way back to like uh, Homo erectus type stuff. Yeah, <laughs> you know I of mean? course. I mean, there, there, were, there were threats in that time that had to be dealt with. Yeah. And, and, you know, that definitely contributed. But as far as those threats went, 
they, it was predator versus predator, essentially. Yeah. And if our bodies didn't do that, we wouldn't be here. Right, right, right. So the fact that they do and we were able to overcome those threats mm-hmm. is the sole reason that we're sitting here talking right now. Sure, sure. So here's I a mean, little fun fact for you. I mean, we're, how, we, we wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for this response. And that response is the direct effect of killing something. Right, absolutely. Yeah. A little fun fact is, is, is there's a big theory, a very, very uh, uh, well written theory in regard to why we have nightmares. Uh, the reason we have nightmares when we sleep stems back to when things used to eat us. I mean, so it was our brain preparing us to deal with stressful situations is why we have these, these nightmarish situations while we sleep to prepare us for when we're awake to deal with stressful situations like, oh, I don't know, saber-toothed tigers. I mean, right. Uh, so, I mean, you're right. It goes, it goes back to, uh, you know, the beginning of man. I mean, you know, yeah. we became who we are because we learned to eat meat and protein and scavenge and that type of thing. And eventually we, one of them figured out, hey, man, if there's nothing to scavenge, we may as well go kill it ourselves. And then the hunter-gatherer was born, and that became – you know, went from Homo erectus to Homo sapien to where we are now. Right. And and but that we never lost that primal touch, that primal instinct that comes along with that whole growth. You know what I mean? Right. We still have that. Yeah. So and and to experience that, you have to react in a primal fashion, like we do when we hunt. When right. You take something's life. I mean, it's again, you can't explain that until no. you, until you do it. You know no. what I mean? And again, I, I don't like to shine a big positive life on killing things, but it is what it is. I mean, that's what we do and, and as a species, as a pastime, as a heritage, however you want to you know, describe it. That's what we do. And when you can sense that connection, it goes back generations and generations when you sense you just get that again it's i could try all day to explain this but it's just yeah I'm, I'm it, it's wall. extremely hard to find the appropriate words yeah. for it i mean as corny as it is when you see people who are just over the top on with like after after the shot yeah and then they're, they show their hand and it's and they're they're doing this and yep. it, you know it, it's it's real Mm-hmm. That, that is actually happening. There, there, it's uncontrollable. There are certain people who are just, you know, can handle it better. Yeah. Certain people who maybe over exaggerate it. Maybe. But I mean, that is there. That that's that's for real. And the people who, let's say, you know, aren't as accepting to hunting, right, should really take a look at at that and wonder. Why wouldn't I want to be in tune with whatever that is? Right. At least know what's going on with that. Can, can my body do that? Will Will that happen to me? Mm-hmm. Because it will. It's there. Sure. I sure. mean, it, it it it's in you whether you want to believe it or not. Well, and that's it. You know, I mean, it, it, it's you know, I guess it's the way society's kind of uh, progressed. I mean, there's a big disconnect between uh, the truth of the harvest, if you will. I mean, there's there's a lot of Lineal, linear comparisons, I guess. Like it from I'm going to wear leather shoes and I'm going to eat a McDonald's Big Mac, but I'm going to chastise you because you went out and shot a deer and killed it and ate it yourself. Right. It's the hypocrisy of it. You know what I mean? If they were to take five minutes to maybe 
have a conversation with someone who's been through it and who is open-minded to their ideals. Because that's, that's, I think, very important when you're having a conversation with somebody who's so hard-nosed about their side of the discussion. Right. If you're open-minded to their side of the discussion, they're a lot more, a lot more likely to drop their guard a bit. You sure. know what I mean? And yeah. listen to what your side of it is. I mean, because, I mean, it's really easy to go back at them and be like, you're an idiot. You have no idea what you're talking yeah. about. And now that wall's getting taller. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, okay, well, I get what you're saying. And I, and I understand what you mean by that. But if you consider this, you know what I mean? It, yeah. it, it, it helps them drop their wall a little bit and, uh, and, and open up the engagement and open up the discussion a bit. But, yeah, I mean, if you could just have that person who's hell-bent on killing hunting altogether and you take them out there, I bet you, man, they experience that. It's going to make a world of change yeah. in and, the way and, they react. To this and, thing. I mean, that's that's just the thing. The whole end game in my starting Sons of the Hunt was if I could share some knowledge that will make somebody experience success, mm-hmm. then that's it. That's all, that's all I want to do. That's it. Because and that's the trigger, man. You feel you feel that once. And you're gonna you're gonna do it again. Yeah. Or you're yeah. gonna want to do it again. You're gonna mm-hmm. try to do it again. Absolutely. That's how they're born. I mean, uh, I know it's funny. I just watched a video a couple of days ago. It's uh, Jace Outdoors. You're familiar with those yeah. guys, right? And he took a pastor out hunting, and it was his first time turkey hunting, and he shot this bird, and he fell to pieces. I mean, laughing his head yeah. off, going crazy. But it was genuine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. And man, it was one of the best reactions I'd seen in a long time from someone who experience that you know that that draw that that primal reaction you know um it's just it's it's cool to see that's what really gets me to take people out hunting who've never done it before right that for me is almost as good as me killing something myself or having success to see somebody else do it and see the reaction and see their understanding that click that's that's awesome, man. That yeah. is so cool. That's why I love taking other people. That's why I'll give up my whole season to take somebody out just to give them that experience because it's a little selfish because I know I'm going to get something out of it. If they're successful, I'm going to get that satisfaction out of it as well. So it's not like I'm sacrificing anything, really. Yeah. Uh, but it's just a whole different ballgame. Yeah, and, and, and recently, you know, for, for me, taking the camera and taking somebody turkey hunting where I could kind of – still play the game yep it, it's just as good oh I mean, absolutely it, it's still absolutely. i'm still right there with it i mean it, it's it's almost cheating the system in a way a little I mean, bit it, i wouldn't it, call it, it, it's it's exploiting no, no, I, I guess <laughs> for your yeah. for your engage, your enjoyment yeah, yeah it's, but, it's awesome uh yeah i mean uh i'm looking forward to this this spring we're taking a gentleman out hunting for his first time his first turkey hunt and uh, we're supposed to film it. So I'm, I'm hoping we have a lot to discuss. Like I said, there's a lot of opportunity coming up in the spring for mm-hmm. uh, all different types of content and, yeah. uh, and discussion and, and whatnot. I really um, need to reload on content. Yeah. Uh, I'm starting to scrape the bottom of the barrel here. Yeah, I mean, right, right. Uh, I'm, I'm working on the film and, and trying to get uh, some d- daily content out, but I'm waiting for this spring it's going to be good yeah and, and again I, i'm stepping up my game a little bit in regard to filming and stuff hopefully i'm trying to hone, yeah. hone it a little bit and get better at it uh because i was throwing stuff up like whatever it is what it is i'm throwing it out there yeah. and uh and it, it served me well it may not have been the best choice but you know it it gave me experience and it, i i like when i can look at something and go i just don't like it 
not that it's a good thing to not like your own stuff, right. but it, it means you're elevating. You know yeah. what I mean? It means you're, you're progressing. Right. And uh, I, there's certain things I put out that at the time I thought was awesome. And then I, you look at it a couple of weeks or a couple of months, whatever, later, and you're like, hmm. That wasn't the best. I, yeah, yeah, I could have done better, yeah. you know, with what I know now. Oh, trust you know me. I mean? Yeah, I'm, I'm hypercritical to I the know. point it's stupid. Yeah. Like, uh, see, I, I am now. I wasn't in the past. Uh, it was. It's more of an evolutionary thing where you're just like, oh, I'm so proud. I, I managed to get through it. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going to throw it out there. Yeah. Now I don't, I don't want to just get through it anymore. See, and and this kind of segues into uh, if somebody wants to create their own social media project Mm -hmm. or or their own content, you know, whatever you're, whatever it is you're doing, I, I, I have the, the daily debate with myself, is it better to create polished content or should I go with quantity and just, you know more raw content, you know, I, mm. I edit every picture that I, I put up, you know, I touch it right. up and sure. put, throw, throw my logo on it. And the only reason I throw my logo on it is because I feel that there are so many people online that steal content these days. Yeah. And yeah. I'll tell you what, it's never happened to me because I put that right, that right. logo on all my, my pictures, but. Yeah, that's funny. I just, I just read an article about a guy who was really ripping another, another gentleman apart because he had, Gentleman one had stolen gentleman two's images off his website to use for his own website, and then when gentleman two figured it out and took his pictures down, gentleman one decided he was going to try and sue him. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah, he, took, yeah. he was stealing the guy's pictures. Messy. It's it, a, it really it's a, it's is a crazy messy world situation. Out there. So you, you almost have to. Um, you know, me, I don't have a lot to lose, so I'm just like throwing stuff out there. I don't have a logo or anything like that or anything yet or anything, yeah, but. But, you know, through PA Boining and stuff like that, sure, we use that logo for whatever kind of stuff that we jointly throw out there. It, it It's it's sad, though, that you have to be cognizant of that because it, when you put it on Facebook, it's not yours anymore. Right. And it doesn't matter if you have your logo on it. It helps. Sure. Because people you are going to be. crop it right out, though, if you have to. Yeah, a lot of mine, you know, they're wide, wide aspect, like 16 mm. to 9 ratio. Right, right. Where you could cut my logo right off of it if you mm-hmm. wanted to. But. You know, it's there, and I could match it up and make my case and sure, sure. try to point it out, but it doesn't really get you anywhere. Right. So I also try to be careful with, you know, the copy that I put up because, you know, I, I take my time writing a lot of this stuff, and then you never know what somebody's going to grab on you and claim as their own, and next right. thing you know, they've got 125,000 views on on theirs, and you're like, well, geez, you know? That was something <laughs> I that worked, worked on that. hard on it, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's no fun. But uh yeah, this spring is going to be pretty good I think for reloading the content. You said sure. uh you've got a a good project I think for this spring, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So uh yeah, he's a gentleman who is a uh he, he's a friend of my wife's family turns out uh I he was uh, through the PA bow hunting uh Veterans of the Hunt program. Oh nice. And he was the first winner if you will i mean yeah. what, i don't know if you call that we just kind of did a quick program where if you if you were a veteran you served then you know submit a little story on yourself and he did and uh it c- comes to find out that i know the guy from you know my wife's family and uh got him set up with some archery equipment he wanted to get into archery and really wanted to get into it so we kind of helped him get set up with some stuff and uh he went out and shot a buck so now he's really bit you yeah. know what i mean yeah of course uh, he's all about just it. like so we I'm said like, yeah i'm like uh would you be interested in turkey hunting? He's like, oh, yeah, that'd be great. He's like, I don't know the first thing about it. I said, well, listen, if you want, we'll go out in the spring, 
said, we'll film everything if you're cool with it, you know what I mean? And we'll s- hopefully get you a bird. Now, we've got a piece of property not too far from here, actually. Yeah. Uh, it's just loaded with birds. So yeah. I'm pretty sure we're going to at least see one. Uh, but that would be, you know, probably the pinnacle of my taking people out hunting outside of my son killing a bird. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that would be something pretty cool to do because it's it's a it's a planned process you know what right. I mean? and we plan on filming the whole deal and making a production of it i'm starting to write content for it like it's the first time i've ever laid it out yeah you know I mean? if a big build-up to something will make that taste of success that much sweeter that's it we're gonna go out and shoot the gun because you know he's obviously he's a military guy so he can shoot i'm not worried about that but you know shoot a three and a half inch magnum out of an 870 with yeah. fiber optic iron sights it's a little different different ball game but because he but he was you know this guy he was going to sniper school so I, i'm not too worried about this guy being able to hit a turkey yeah uh but we want to do the whole process like film the targeting and sighting the gun in the whole thing and maybe do a little background on them and stuff and make a bit of a production out we're gonna do the best we can on it you know how things happen where can uh you follow along with that oh uh, well that? that's that's uh that's gonna be through black rock okay yeah black nice. rock uh we have black rock on facebook and uh on youtube it's you know it's budding it's still small uh, yeah. but it's that's well, uh, a good story to follow so. well that's it started out with uh a friend of mine and I making turkey calls. We started making our own game calls, uh, right. grunt calls, uh, turkey calls, pot calls, that stuff like that as mm-hmm. a hobby. And it grew into like, why not? Let's just start a social media presence with it. And uh, we had called my first son's first bird in with one of our. Uh, kind yeah, of, I remember you know, that. Yeah, one of our uh, first calls that we made, you know, one of the prototypes. Um, so I've got a bunch of blanks in my basement right now that I just. Uh, drilled out that we're going to go and hit up in the next i think two weeks from now not next week the weekend after i'm supposed to go over we're going to hit up the lathe and knock a bunch of calls out so don't be surprised if you get a pot call coming nice. soon. Uh, a little i uh, won't be mad at that right a little uh <laughs> we've got a new prototype that i've been working on for two years now so it's uh i'm really excited about it coming out so uh, we want to see how it works out in my mind it's going to work great but <laughs> yeah i mean <laughs> once we put it together I mean, we'll have to see yeah that's um, pretty much how it how it normally goes everything right? yeah. yeah but you know like i said it started out as the call thing but now it's going to be more of like uh you know because he's he's into bushcrafting i'm into bushcrafting we both like the fish he's a big fly fisherman uh you know so we're going to kind of just be a broad outdoor content type deal yeah uh, but we we need the time to get at it that's yeah the, that's the well, big that's... issue so Time is the limiting factor for everything. Indeed it is, man. Indeed it is. But, you know, my kids are into stuff, so I'm going to do some filming of them fishing this year. And, you know, one of my kids, another one of the, you know, one of my twin boys wants to get into turkey hunting now. So we'll see. It's almost a blessing and a curse, man, to have all of them get into it. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what, it does make for good content. The chaos is always good content. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you, everybody keeps telling me I should have a camera crew at my house 24-7. My house is a nuthouse. Yeah. But it's fun. It's fun. They're all good. You know, yeah. All good boys. But They're all they, little content creators. Oh, indeed. Yeah. Well, my, my oldest son, he's always said he wanted to be a YouTube personality. Uh, but he watched these guys playing video games on. Oh, right. You know what right. I mean? That's his thing. And I'm like, well, if we can kind of convert this into something of the outdoor perspective, I mean, uh, look at Hunter Wallace. I mean, he's a local yeah. guy, done good. You know what I mean? Started yeah. with turkey calling and... So I have a turkey call at the house that Jason's been eyeballing. So I'm going to give it to him. Yeah. See if he can see what he can do with it. Maybe he can call his own turkey. In the yeah. Show. 
I doubt it, but <laughs> it's worth a yeah, shot. Yeah, I don't you know. know. But he, he might know, be able to do it. He turned himself. You know, Hunter became a, a, a bit of a personality, and and he's doing really well for himself. Oh, you know, yeah, he's got he's a bunch of sponsors it. and stuff. So. If he I cheats can... though. He's half turkey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's he's actually part turkey. I did not know that. That's yeah. Some, that's something interesting. Uh, but you know, to see something like that, he he's a very uh, you know I, 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 someone like Hunter who I don't know him personally. I mean, his I'm friends with his father on social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, to see that whole story play yeah. out, it it's inspiring. You know, especially for younger kids who want to get away from the technology. I mean, there's a lot yeah. of stuff. You know. Kids nowadays are just, it's coming from all angles, man. They're like hyper exposed to all this stuff. So, you know, to have something like that in the mix, I'm cool with, man. So, yeah. yeah so Jason's watched a few of his videos and thinks he's pretty cool. Yeah. They're, they're both uh, excellent men. They're, yeah. they're, I don't know them personally. Like I said, yeah. I know his dad through social media, but that's, uh, again, there's the positive upside of social media, you know? Yeah. You, you get to know people you don't really know. Right. Technically. That's, yeah. That's how you and I kind of became friends. Yeah, that's true. And yeah. so it, it, there's, there's definitely a lot of, a lot of positive out there. So, you know, we'll, we'll see how it plays out. So maybe he'll become a YouTube personality, but in the hunting genre, I'd be okay with that. Yeah, let him cut his teeth there and then yep. see if he still wants to play video games after he right. sees how real it is out there. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, it's going to get – he's, like I said, he's 10 now, so he's uh, a couple years out of that, you know, big shot in the arm of reality. But, uh, you know, I, if I can soften the blow a little bit by taking him away from that whole aspect of it and get him out, get him outdoors a little bit, it's – things come – things are easier to contend with when you're out, outside. Yeah, you know I mean, especially in the spring. Oh, yeah. Tell you me know, about it. I'm I, so jacked. I can't wait to just, like, crawl through the grass. Like, crawl through the, like, high yep. grass and get some dirt on mm-hmm. my fingernails. Like I'm telling you. Fresh air and wet socks, man. Yeah. I can't <laughs> wait. I, I really can't. I, I've Work's been so crazy lately, and I, mm-hmm. I feel like I, I just have no time. I, I get to take a five-minute walk behind the house with the dog yeah. after work once in a while. But other than that, it's like... I'm on a computer all day, and then I'm back here, and I'm on a computer for the rest right, of the right. night, and it's killing me, man. I'm just... It'll pay off, though, man. If it was easy, everyone would do it. That's true. That is true. But spring will be here before you know it. Oh, I'm looking forward to oh, it. I can't wait till it just stops <laughs> raining. Like... Yeah, it's been a little tough. <laughs> the, the weather hasn't been exactly enjoyable. I've got pretty much a, a, a swamp for a yard right now. Um, and you know, the fog's been making it. A yeah. Little you get a truck stuck in front of your house. What is that weekly? Now? Oh yeah. 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 The plow truck yeah. of all things. Yeah. Plow truck got stuck in front of my house. There's actually a stop sign laying flat where he was now. Was it, it was a dump truck or a garbage truck. Oh, that was the garbage truck. Yeah. The garbage truck was ago. stuck two weeks ago. Yeah. Last week there was a plow <laughs> truck stuck out there. Yeah. It's not a very inviting no. uh, road when the winter takes, uh, takes hold. But hopefully... In another two weeks, we do one of these, yeah. and yeah, hopefully we can knock it'll another be one nice. Out. Turkeys yeah, will be goblin. Do one of these outside. <laughs> well, we got the deck right there. I'm ready to do this. I'm telling thing. you, man. I, hey, get some birds if, chirping if in the background. If we do one of these at, at dusk, we might get a turkey goblin back there. See that? That would be something else. There's a lot of live turkey goblin on the podcast. Yeah, that'd be that, a first. That'd be a special guest. But I think we're gonna wrap this one up. We'll. Uh, I think we we covered a pretty wide variety of topics yeah man I, yeah indeed we did it's uh we, we it, followed the calling fun. oh man i'll tell you this <laughs> has been a pretty smooth one we've uh i've been enjoying our topics uh this this evening the the most ridiculous thing about this too is i just 
talked to you this afternoon and said, hey, I'm free tonight. Yep. Let's do a podcast. And we had no idea what we were going to talk about. Well, yeah, we're getting we're getting a hang of it, I think. Yeah. It, literally no notes. Mm-hmm. So yep. anyone looking for show notes, yeah. not going to happen. <laughs> Good luck with that. No <laughs> set lists tonight. Yeah. Uh, love to hear feedback, though, as far as what you guys think, if we ramble too much or if there's something that you'd like to hear about. I mean, what are your thoughts on it? Because, uh, honestly, we can't get better without the feedback or without yeah, each other's true. feedback. So, Yeah, definitely. Um, I guess we're going to try to make that uh, that social media uh, dissection post. Yeah, not a bad yeah. idea, man. Because, like I said, I I, we'll... I, people like myself who usually just breeze on by that kind of stuff should maybe get involved a bit and uh, throw it out there like, hey, man, lay off. Yeah. No need for this. Absolutely. We're on the same team. And, and also and... tag me. So yeah. I could talk about it on this podcast. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> let, let me exploit it here publicly. But that being said, we're going to wrap it up. I appreciate everyone who listened to it, and I appreciate your feedback. So we will catch you again in another two weeks maybe. Good deal. All right. Thank you. We'll see you.